Rusty Quill presents. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Listening to Hainai by Matsi Dabul. Episode 9 Cuento. listeners, this is DJ in the Dark. Welcome to my podcast. If you're new here, you might remember me from Double DJ's Midnight Hour at 109.9. DJ is the name my mama gave me. Last week, I asked for all of you to call in and tell me about your weirdest experience in the last month. And oh boy, I was not expecting the stories I heard. You'll hear them in a second. But first, we gotta talk about just how safe everyone's being. A lot of the stories I got took place at night. And if you're walking around Toronto at night, you know safety's a big part of what keeps you safe. Who wrote this? Safety Purse is an amazing new product that helps keep you safe when you're wandering around on your own at night. Maybe right before you see something spooky that you'll be calling in once you get home. With its steel clasp that doubles as brass knuckles and a reinforced strap, you'll feel nothing but safe, <laughs> secure with safety purse on your person. Order now at safetypurse.com and use the code DJDJ for 30% off your first purchase. 
let's not waste any more time and get into our first spooky story of the night. Now listeners, this caller had something very interesting to say. Once you got past all the, uh, well, anyway, if you've been listening to our show for a while, you'll remember that literal weird stuff have been popping up around the city. And we've had our fair share of haunted dolls and creepy houses make an appearance on our show. This week's weirdness, however, comes to us from JD, who talks about a creepy cabinet he got off Kijiji. Hello? Hello, hello. Is this DJ? DJ, can you hear me? Hi, DJ. Hi, yeah. It is JD. JD calling in. <laughs> you see what I did there, right? Gotta keep it secret, too. Uh, any, anyway, DJ, DJ, listen, listen. Okay, okay. So, listen, um, I was, I was, I was at my place, right? Right? This happened like a, a couple nights ago. It's really, really, really odd. See, because DJ, DJ, listen, um, I want to be clear, all right? We weren't on, on the magic juice or anything like that, okay? But this happened at my place a couple nights ago. It definitely happened. So, I was on Kijiji, right? I was on my phone, and I was checking out, uh, since see me mom, my mom brought us up with like loving all this vintage stuff in the house, right? And I thought, well, what about a little taste of home? If I got my own little vintage thing, uh, would that be nice? So I looked up on Kijiji and then they had this like cabinet, right? It was the exact same cabinet that my mom had when I was a little kid. So I thought, oh, great. I'll just get me one of those. And then so I ordered it and I had to wait for a couple days, but then it finally came in and then Mirumi, um, he looked up from his like uh, uh, he didn't he did not look up from his um, uh, from his smoke. He didn't definitely not did not do that. And he said, "Well, it's kind of weird, bud." And I said, "Come on, bud, it's fine. It's just you know a little sculpture, a little art. Get some art in your life, all right?" Anyway, DJ, listen, listen. This is JD talking, all right? So one night. We all got together to um, uh, appreciate um, the cosmic forces that, you know, that are surround us. All right, DJ? We weren't doing nothing odd, okay? Um, we, we were not definitely not saucing up or anything like that. Anyway, uh, I swear, we swear this happened. It's like a 2 a.m. Cabinet starts rumbling, make this <laughs> noise, right? I look over, and I can see it, like, moving, all right? And it was really weird. It was like 2 a.m. So so I check it. I think, oh, that's a really big rat. I might have to like shoo this little rat out. And then it might be a really big rat. It might be a family of rats living in the cabinet. It might be a it might be a rat house now. And that's not good. So I check it. I open it. And then and then DJ, listen, listen, it's really weird. I check it, and there's nothing inside. All right. I, I ain't even put my clothes in yet or anything. And so anyway, anyway, close it again. It's got trouble again. <laughs> It's weird, DJ. It's super weird, all right? So anyway, I think, I think, because my grandma used to tell me these stories about lost souls traveling through the smoke of time and space all around us, DJ. No, I am not, not I am not another DJ, all right? Listen, listen. Uh, JD, JD does not lie. JD is not another. He means everything he says, and I mean what I'm telling you right now. DJ, okay? So, anyway, there's this weird smoke, what's coming out of the cabinet, and then it really smells, and makes me stomach turn, and, you know, makes me myself, just a little bit, just a tiny little bit of all right? Like a a wet fart, like a, you know, like a shark, okay? And it starts coming out, 
and then anyway, it's not it's really not good. I might I'm thinking, oh, I might have to return this to Kijiji because you know not it's not a great deal at all. And then uh, we were like lying on the floor, we were thinking about our life, thinking about where everything went wrong. Cabinet was going rumbling above us. So the door flies open. A bunch of these strangers come in. I don't know where they're from. One of them is one of them is you know dark hair, and she comes in, and she starts she, she starts chanting all this thing, all this stuff. And then there's a couple other ones with her. I'm like I'm thinking ah shit. They come to take my cabinet and my stuff, and my PS5 and everything else I own in my life. And then I watch them, and the lady does you know. You know, she does this weird stuff with her hands and her voice. I think she's like singing to the spirits or something. And the cabinet's still going. It's kind of like it's mad now. It's pissed. It's a pissed cabinet, DJ. Anyway, so I don't know. I think they're cops. I think they're firemen. I, they're not in the fireman's uniform. They, they didn't sound the fireman's alarming. I don't know what they were, DJ. But these strangers, they're breaking and entering at 2 a.m. And they're like, I think they're about, they're about ready to wrestle my cabinet. And then, you know, well, this might have been a dream because, you know, everything goes dark and later I wake up and then, you know, me and my friend are just there. We're, we're just, we might have had a little nap and then not, there's, it's all gone. The cabinet's not going blah, 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 anymore. There's just these scratches, these weird scratches on top. And I paid top dollar for that cabinet. It shouldn't have no scratches when it comes in, DJ. So I'd like to file a complaint with the Department of Cabinet Complaints, please. DJ, you can help me out with that, right? Help out your old buddy, JD, okay? All right, DJ? That's a promise, right? All right, thanks, DJ. You're the best. Bye. Well, that was exciting. And don't worry, JD, we've all been there. Well, at least in my circles. And uh, call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure I remember someone talking about some kind of... What was it? Ghostbusting group helping people around the city? If you know about this, remember to call it in. Our next story comes from Lin P. Talking about a strange man in a park. Hey, um, there was this thing that happened like a few weeks ago. And um, I feel like it would fit your podcast pretty well. Like, you mentioned supernatural stuff, so here I am. Um, I was walking around the park at night, um, and uh, it was raining, but not too cold, so it's like I was in a sweater, and um, and then, like, I came to one of the fields, and someone was in the middle of the grass. Uh, he was either bent over or crouching, and um, he looked pretty Indian, brown skin and all, and he was very well-dressed. So he didn't look homeless, but he was just like standing there for a really long time. So um, I got kind of creepster vibes and I was like, okay, let's go. Um, and then when I checked again, I either blinked or I turned my head and I could have sworn I saw two people standing where he was. But like, then I turned again and I only saw the Indian guy. Uh, and it's like he was looking up at the sky with his hands out and I'm like okay are you like feeling the rain or something um, and I was like I'm going to leave you to chill out in the rain so I was like okay time to go home uh, that was it at first but the other week 
uh, same place and same time, and the Indian man was there again. So it's like he was doing the like vibing in the rain thing, and um, for like a while, and I was like, okay, time to give him a little bit of space. And then it's like these two bigger guys came along. They started pushing him around, and I was like, oh, do I need to call the police? But it's like he he just handed them something, and um, they looked at it and stopped. They were just staring at it like it was um, like it was made of gold or something. I don't know what was so interesting about what he handed them, but it's like I was creeped out and um, and I was I was just about to leave. So it's like, OK, time to go again. Um, excuse me for saying this, Lynn, but what you saw was definitely weird, but do you remember anything else about it that may have been more obviously supernatural? Well, I mean, I, I told you I, I decided to cut out of there, right? Like, right before I did, an uh, Indian guy looked at me, and it, it felt like he was looking straight through me, and... Uh, do Indians usually have light eyes? I mean, I've seen like celebrities and stuff with light eyes, but um, I was walking away and um, the Indian guy looked at me and uh, his eyes were blue and it's like neon blue. And I was not close to them. So I must've been at least how big is the field? Like 30 feet across? But it's like, I could see all the way over to where he was. And he waved at me. And then he left. Thanks so much, Lynn. Hope you don't run into any more creepiness out on your nightly walks. Speaking of nightly walks, or should I say nightly jogs? We've got Mary S. calling in about a strange encounter near St. Clair West. Hi, thank you so much for having me today. Uh, yeah, I'm calling in about an experience that happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm, I, I live around the St. Clair West Bathurst area and uh, right along those beautiful park trails. And I'm often going jogging along them because I'm uh, training for a 10K, actually, 10K marathon. So, uh, and I know I've just been, I've been training, but you know, it's been so hot during the summertime. So I thought I would take the path in the evening. I tried to go early evening, but you know, I probably shouldn't have, I, I know, but uh, it's just too hot. It's too hot to jog during the day. So, and I've taken the path at night when I've come back from my waitressing, so I thought it'd be fine. It's got lights. I'm at the park, and I, I start my jog, and I've got my tunes in, and I've got my safety purse, so I think I've got all my bases covered. In retrospect, maybe I should have been jogging with somebody, but I, I didn't. It was whatever. Anyway, I'm going for this jog, and um, I, I'm running, and there's a man, there's this homeless man I pass on a bench, and he's asleep, and his cup's out, so I think, you know what, I'll 
throw some change in. I only had a $5 bill, so I thought, whatever. Uh, gave him that, and I kept on running. I get to the entrance of the, the St. Clair West Trail. I'm going in, and I thought I knew the path. I thought I did, but, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm running and and I just can't clear these trees and it's getting darker than I thought it would get, I guess. And I'm running and it's just, the darkness is just getting to be so much. And I, and I think, okay, I, I've just got to calm down. Maybe I've lost my way on this trail. I thought I knew it, but uh, maybe I took a wrong turn because I'm still in the trees and I really want to get out to where the path has the little lights. And, but it just keeps getting darker and darker and I'm starting to panic because I have no clue where I am at this point on the trails. I think maybe I should turn, turn around and go back, but I'm just so lost at this point and I'm already terrible with directions. And then I just, thank goodness, I see the first tunnel, the overpass where the cars, where the road is, and I run to that area and I find the lights again and I just hear this screeching coming from under the tunnel and my heart's starting to beat faster and I'm panicking because I, I am a woman alone at night in a park and I'm like oh my god I'm so stupid I should not have done this and I just see this this tall figure under the tunnel and it's just in the shadows and it's just it it looks kind of like a human but you know it's just it's too tall it's too tall and and it's and I don't know, I'm just frozen. I, I don't know what to do. And there's just this shrieking coming from the tunnel and it's, and it's there and it's just sharp. It's, it's got these, these like elbows or something protruding, protruding from it. And it's just looming in there in the shadows and the darkness and this screeching is just getting louder and louder. And I think there's got to be a reasonable explanation, right? Maybe, maybe it's the raccoons or something having, having a fight, right? Maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me and I, and I'm just too scared. And, and, and I don't know, I, I don't want to go back in the trees, but at the same time, I, I don't want to go under this tunnel. And, and I just, I'm frozen. I, I don't know what to do. And, and the screeching is just getting louder and louder in my ears and my, my blood is just pounding in my head and and I think I'm having a panic attack and, and then I just hear this voice behind me and it, and it, it's uh, that's that song um D Danny boy it's 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 this 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 man the singing oh Danny boy the pipes the pipes are calling and 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 I turn around and I see the the man the man that i mentioned earlier he he the homeless man he's he's there and he's singing he's singing this song and he's and he's just strolling towards the 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 the, the tunnel where this 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 monster is and 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 i want to call out to him but i my throat is just so dry and and he goes in and then it's just pitch black everything just goes black the the lights the the pathway lights just go out and and i'm just in complete darkness and the screeching just gets so loud and 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 then i hear i can't i can't even describe it you know it's just it's just this i don't know what's going on it is it, something is getting hurt and and there's oh it, it's just like like blood like that that wet uh it's just and bones and crushing and breaking and 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 i and I just want to run and I want to scream, but I'm just frozen. And and then the lights go back on. It's just the man, the the homeless man, and he's standing there and he's smiling and he's and he just turns and he just starts walking through the tunnel and 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 I I don't know, but I I feel like 
this weight has just been lifted off of my shoulders and I run to the man and I say, Hey, what, what happened? Are you, are you okay? And, and he just looks at me and he says, thank you for the money. And I say, but, but, but are you, what, ha what happened? I mean, I sound crazy right now, but I just, I just don't know what happened. And, and before I know it, I realized I'm at the other end of the tunnel and I look back and there's no there's no trace of any sort of fight or anything and i turn back and the man is gone and and uh, i was just i ran home i tell you i'd never run that fast in my life but i take the exit path uh, back onto the neighborhood and just book it towards my house i honestly i can't say what happened at that point but i will not be running that night anytime soon through the saint Clair path <laughs> Angels everywhere you don't expect. Huh. Our last story comes from... Well... I wasn't sure if I should air this, but... He said he needed to tell the story. If I'd still been working under someone else, I know this would have been cut. But I'm my only boss now, so... Here's a story told to us by one Jake S. about... A face. Hi. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Um. Okay, so I, I'm guessing like you, you know about Vanessa Bartolotti, right? Like she's like really famous, you know, trust fund kid, one of those old rich Italian families, that sort of thing. She's got all those famous fashion lines and everything, beauty, makeup, whatever, and she's and she's really pretty you know like supermodel supermodel quality that sort of, that sort of thing like just the perfect kind of look and everything like that i'm a big fan you know i mean a lot of people are big fans like so i what my luck that i was able to work for like a couple of weeks for like a, like i was a gardener for her huge ass estate like on you know bridal path right like super expensive place big mansions that sort of thing you know, so lucky me, right? I got picked to work there because, like, their regular gardener came down with something. I, I don't know what. hope it's not, like, bad or anything. And so you can imagine, you know, that this is a big deal. It's great, like, to be working for Vanessa Bartolotti herself, you know? Like, the fans are really, like, onto her. Like, right now, they she's supposed to be single, and everybody always want, wants to know, like, who she's going to date next or who she's been seen with. And... As you can imagine, like I, even I get swept up in this sort of thing sometimes, and being actually there, like working on her at, at her home. Of course, like I, I would have wanted to try and get the scoop for myself, but you got to be professional, you know. Um, there's rules against like recording and and stuff like that. So, so when I was like doing the usual rounds, like at, at the garden, like one of those days, I, I'd been I'd been working like maybe a few days into the job at that point. I was just in one part of the garden and I I saw her like in the lounge and she was sitting and talking to somebody that I couldn't see what it was, but she just called them like an old friend. I'm curious, you know, so I would I would I would like to stay, try to find out a bit more, you know. But I, I'm still on the job, you know. I can't I can't hang around too long. I took a little peek, listened for a bit, then I went back to working. But not before like I heard her talking about some guy named George and how he was 
how he was back from somewhere when they thought he was dead, which is just weird. I mean, unless it's some script thing or movie thing, like that's got to be a red flag for something, right? Anyways, like, you know, didn't have like, enough time to like dwell on all of this. So I, I just keep going on at working. I go near to their front driveway and I'm, I'm pruning the hedges over there. And so I finally see there the guy that she was apparently talking with. And, and the guy stepped out. Old school gentleman sort of guy. Really well dressed. He has a really nice suit, that sort of thing. Bit of an old fashioned type, I don't know. But he got to see me as, I, as, he, as he was leaving. He nodded, you know, he, I guess he just acknowledged my presence, that sort of thing. But, and, then he, and then he went ahead and got into his car. It's really nice, it's shiny. It's either a Rolls or a Bentley, that sort of fancy car. And just as he was pulling out, you know, about to, to go on his way, I kind of noticed that he dropped something right on the, on the driveway. I went closer and I looked at it and it looked like it seems to be a, a cufflink. It looked really fancy, you know. It didn't look like a fake. It looked expensive and it looked kind of, it just kind of looked old in some way. I couldn't describe how, but it's like, just had that kind of air with it. I, I, I tried to rush it after the, the gentleman, like the fancy guy, but obviously didn't see or notice. So I guess I felt, I figured I'd keep it for now if he comes back. If I if I see him again, I can give it back then. If I don't, I mean, well, I mean, he's not my boss, so I guess no harm done there. A few days later, I'm still I'm still on the on the gardening job, working my way around the grounds. Then I notice Vanessa is talking to somebody again, and and she she didn't seem to have anybody that she was talking to, not in person. So I thought maybe it was she's calling somebody, but she didn't seem to have a phone. And I looked closer and she didn't seem to have like any kind of Bluetooth headset or anything either. And I also couldn't hear anybody talking back. So I'm like, is she talking to herself or, or, or something? Do, am I really just not seeing who it is? I looked around a little bit. I, I didn't see anyone. So after some point, like Vanessa moved a little bit and then I didn't see her anymore. And I also had to get back to work anyway. I go around to the back. I'm looking for some tools that I need. So I go around to one of the, the sort of back storage and sheds of the house, and it looks old. And there's a, there's a window there that looks like it really hasn't been touched or cleaned for years, which is weird because the rest of the house looks spotless, you know. So I'm here in the back sort of area, and I'm seeing this storage small building. And I look inside storage room bunch of old furniture stacked up and, and it's been covered and it really looks like dusty in there. So I'm looking closer. Then I like I see something. I see some kind of movement inside the storage room. I'm like, did I just imagine it? So I, I look around, you know. Um, normally I'm not like a very sort of jumpy person, but so I look back and probably didn't see anything behind me or anything. But then I look back at the storage room and then holy almost get a heart attack because there was something smiling back at me from outside the window and and it's blood red face it, it's got huge huge ass eyes and it's grinning at me and its teeth are yellow and sharp and, and so i ran you know i go to vanessa i find her told her that 
I saw some somebody dangerous in the back and then she might not be safe. So she just she called security and then she said that I could go home. And then she paid me for the full two weeks and plus the extra, even though it had only been one week at that point. She never she never asked for me back. I I I would like to think that's not because of something I did, but she paid me a lot, so I guess I'm grateful for that. I just have to say it, you know, I mean, it just seems too important not to leave anything out. Um, I just felt I had to say it somewhere, even though I get that why it might seem like risky, but it, it just has to be said. And because I, I mean, that's not the only thing. I still have the coughing. It's weirdly, it's really beautiful. And then it's, it's really, I look at it every day. It's almost. Oop, I think we lost Jake. We'll try to get back in touch in a sec. But in the meantime, thanks for the story. Huh. <sighs> well, that was a lot. And even though there were only four stories in this episode, well, you guys noticed, right? Something weird's going on in this city. Something big. We never got back in contact with Jake S. Um, uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Join us next week for DJ in the Dark, where we talk about the strange ghostly remnants of the old prisons over in Liberty Village. As always, I'm DJ, your DJ, and I'll see you all soon. Listening to Hainai by Motsi Dapul. Hey everyone, this is Rajeli, co creator and co producer of Hainai. Hainai is a podcast produced by Motsi Dapple and me and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution, non-commercial sharealike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was written and directed by Motsi Dapple. The role of Laura was played by Abigail Rhodes. The role of Murphy was played by Edward Boxler. The role of DJ was played by Yoi Halago. And the roles of JD were played by Ivan Dapple, Lynn by Jamie Legaspi, Mary S. by Sarah Bransfield, and Jake S. by Mike Ramirez. To help support the production of Hainai, you can buy us a milk tea, at coffee, or subscribe to our Coffee Gold at coffee.com slash Hainaipod. That's ko-fi.com slash Hainaipod. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Hainaipod. You can also check out official Hainai merchandise on our Redbubble store at redbubble.com slash people slash Hainaipod. To give better, consistent, and quality episode productions, we've decided to change the episode release schedule. Full episodes will be released every other week at Sunday 9pm Eastern Standard Time or Monday 9am Philippine Time. 
Hainai is available on Podbean, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. You can find the links to these channels along with news and updates on our official blog, hainaipod.tumblr.com. If you get to listen, leave us a rating and review while you're at it. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at hainaipod. Once again, thanks for all your support, and thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.